Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. Oh, it's my phone. I'm like, why is it so dark in here? But it's not. It's because I turned the screen all the way down. I'm like, that is so odd. Okay. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast. Today's LA Tech Spotlight, because they were recently acquired, which is so exciting, is one of my favorite companies in Los Angeles. I am a customer myself. Farm Box. Farm Box is just so delicious. It's Farm Box veggies and fruits and all sorts of high quality food from local farmers to your door. I can't speak about it as effectively as Chaco can speak about it. Chaco, welcome to the podcast. Ah, thank you. So Chaco is the co-founder of Farmbox, which is now recently acquired. So you are now? We are now Grub Market. Awesome. So tell me about yourself and about Grub Market and all that good stuff. Sure. Well, my business partner and I originally founded Farmbox. And my partner was working on a farm, and I came from the business and tech world. We just saw there was so much food waste happening, but not just at the grocery store, but at the farm. So the farmers actually throw so much food into the compost, and if they know they're not going to sell it, they will even just not waste the labor until it's straight into the ground. So we started Farmbox as a way to help the farmers sell the food that they needed to sell, not just buy what what we wanted. Um, and we came out with these really cool modern CSA boxes. So we have fun boxes like the Paleo box with like eggs and, and produce awesome. and stuff like that. And it really, it just, it was great. It just took off and we were able to grow very rapidly in LA and then opened up a second location in San Francisco. And then in 2016, um, we ended up merging with another local company in NorCal called Grub Market and basically, you know, married them, took their name. And so now we are uh, Grub Market both in NorCal and SoCal. And what was awesome about them is they do nationwide shipping. So it's something that we'd always talked about but had never been able to do. And so now we're super excited because we're able to get like our farmer's produce not just delivered here in California, but really all over the country. And let me tell you about how great this is as a female founder or just a founder in general is I get a box of incredible food every Sunday just showing up at my door and it's like delicious high quality and you feel like it was prepared with love and a customer service team that really wants to be attentive to your account and like what's going on with with your food journey and it makes it easy to stay healthy to get whatever fits my needs so I could cook quickly or not cook at all it j- it's just really really great I was telling Chaco that recently I discovered turmeric milk on the site and that's like my new favorite and if I wanted to buy that item, for example, in person, the only place I could buy that specific brand and that specific type is in Marina Del Rey, essentially. And that would be like at least 40 minutes round trip driving without traffic. And so to just know it could show up at my door, it just saves me so much time. And it's incredibly affordable. I sound like a sales pitch right now. But <laughs> yeah, like, are you looking for a job? <laughs> no, no, but I'm a customer myself. And for all these reasons, there's all these farm box companies. And it's really surprising how affordable it is 
um, to get such high quality food and large quantity of food. And I've been a customer, I was sharing with her, with three different farm box companies. And so I, I think I got my farm box, you know, down on lock of understanding what I like and what I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, you were saying that you started in L.A. When were you founded? We started in 2010. And what, uh, what, like, what were your first steps in 2010? Like, how did you go to having an idea? To, how many employees did you have with Farmbox before the acquisition? Oh, my. Well, right before the acquisition, we probably had about 60. But when we started, it was me and my business partner and a couple people on the weekends. I mean, we originally started with folding tables at the farmer's market. Yeah, amazing. Like rain or shine, we were out there with our little folding tables, <laughs> um, figuring out our partnerships and like logistics. And, right. and from there, you know, we we finally ended up getting our own warehouse space and then trucks and yeah. coolers. <laughs> like, how do you, I mean, we'll get more into this. As you guys know, We I also host and produce the Women in Tech show. So we'll get into it deep dive of everything because I'm dying to know like how did you even find out about truck companies I mean you have a passion for produce and delivering healthy food but that doesn't involve warehousing and like and truck yeah. delivery <laughs> and like I mean I really want to deep dive but just a, like a little taste like how did LA support you in accelerating to the next step with your company well when we first started out I mean it was it was so fantastic how supportive not just our friends but really the community was because we were we were working with you know local farmers trying to support our, our local artisans and press was fantastic for us. So the uh, like really cool digital outlets and even um, local magazines and papers and the news, like everybody just picked us up and, and gave us a chance. What were some awesome. of them? Um, like LAist, Pure Wow, Refinery, KTLA. There was I'm trying to, even the Hallmark Channel did a special on us. That's so so cool. we were really lucky. Did you have a PR team? We did. We had a PR agent and that was basically the only thing we could afford. I, <laughs> and are you comfortable sharing who that person was in Absolutely. case. Absolutely. Yeah. She's fantastic. Her name's Rachel Krupa and she um, works with small health and wellness brands. How can, uh, is she based in LA? She is. Rachel Krupa's in LA. How can people connect with her? She's got a website. I think it's krupaconsulting.com. Cool. And we'll include it in the show notes in case you guys are looking for effective PR. Does she, does she specialize specifically in just the food industry or? She also does health and wellness. So I think she does sweet. Um, like studios and yoga and things like that. Cool. So you were saying that you had 60 people on your team before the acquisition and you started out with you guys and change. How did you go about hiring and scaling your team? Ooh, that's a really Who good question. Who were your like first hires? My well, my first full-time hire, you know what? I was perusing resumes on Craigslist. And really? She was our very first full-time hire. It's amazing. And she is are still with us today. She's now she's worked her way up from like a customer care full-time customer care person to our branch manager. Wow. And she's incredible. I was surprised to hear you say Craigslist and not LinkedIn. Yeah. We've been a lot of Good Food Jobs is a great resource. I mean, we've been because we're more, you know, we're packing orders. Like yeah. it's physical labor also yeah. and yeah. and we want passionate foodies. So, we've um more recently we we go to Good Food Jobs. And where was your first warehouse? 
We, our first warehouse, you know, we were doing pop-up space in one of our farmer's warehouses downtown. So every single weekend, we would basically, like, pop up all of our tables and and do everything, like, from start, (laughs) from scratch. And then at the end of the day, break it all down again. We've been in a 9,000-square-foot facility down um, in Carson, which is near the Ikea. And one of the most important things about... um farm box now grub market is your relationships with the farmers and really having a relationship really with the small business owners too not just farmers right because mm-hmm. like i like the milk that i was telling you about it's it's a nut milk um and that's not technically a farm. So so tell me more about that. Right. So we like to look at our farmers and artisans really. They are our partners. We do the rounds every week with our farmers. So we call them and work with them on the sales and marketing of like, what do they need to sell? What do they want to move? How do they want to price it? It's it's totally different from how a traditional uh, like grocery store would do the ordering. Um, and honestly, same goes with our artisans. So when we have a new artisan, we, we talk to them about how do they want to market? We'll shoot videos. Like we really look at ourselves as their sales and, and marketing and distribution helper, not as like that you know, vendor-distributor relationship. What would you say is the main differentiator between Farmbox or Grub Market um, and and the other competitors out there? One is our relationships, definitely. Um, we don't just know our farmers, but they are our friends. We visit the farms. We know their family. So I think we we genuinely are, are making a difference in their lives. And food really is picked to order. So that's something else that's really different. When you order a bunch of carrots, the farmer goes and picks it, and we try to get it to your door within 24 hours. Why grow um, farm box here in L.A. rather than San Francisco? One thing that's fantastic about Southern California is the produce and also the appreciation for food. And San Francisco has a lot of produce and appreciation as well. Don't get me wrong. But we we just were located in L.A., so that's where we started first. But um, I think California was or is sort of always ahead of the trends and ahead of what's happening. And the food movement that's happening right now started in in California. And it's really amazing to see not just people caring about having like healthy organic food, but but seeing people really care about where it's coming from. Were you able to tap into um, the different L.A. tech resources in growing Farmbox? We started Farmbox, just, just Risha and I. And really went grassroots on it. Um, and, you know, the Y Combinators and, and, and the Cool Accelerators, we did not actually <laughs> use them. No. I mean, we to tell you the truth, in 2000, when we started in 2010, I don't know if they were as cool no, back then. No, it, like the LA Tech movement, I feel, really pushed forward when Koloff was founded. I believe that was like 2009-ish. And so in 2010, it was still like now we have like a billion events a week. And then we had maybe one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the food, food and tech has really blown oh, up in yeah. the last few years. But totally. when we first started in 2010, the, the difficulty for us was educating people that you could do grocery online. And right. now, like it's everywhere. Totally. <laughs> Totally agree. Rolling it back for a second. How did you meet your co-founder? Oh, so we, (laughs) very non-traditional startup for a business. We met, we were both part of the Malibu Ag Society, which is a group of environmentalists uh, up in, in Malibu. And we were, we just sat next to each other at a meeting, totally hit it off. And she had just started the company, but very small scale. And I absolutely loved it. So we decided to meet for lunch the next week. 
and at lunch decided we were going to be partners on That's the project amazing. and were had finalized all the paperwork and business partners 30 days later. And what would you say is the best thing about having a co-founder and then the hardest thing about having a co-founder? I absolutely love working on a project with a like-minded, passionate person. Like that is that's just the best when you're working on something and you absolutely love it and you have someone else who's right there beside you just as passionate like that to me is is the best way to run a company. Um, probably the hardest part. Oh, I don't know. We were really great partners. Well, that's <laughs> like we, I mean, we we never disagreed on the direction of the company. I it's mean, very we were, rare. So can you I mean, I've been very fortunate as well having business partners that we were amazing but you hear a lot of business partner horror stories so you can you speak to a little bit like what should people look for in selecting their business partner so that they could have the same outcome that you had yeah absolutely i think knowing before you get into a business honestly what your exit strategy is to me that's something that i see that comes up in a lot of partnerships is that if you have you know if one person sees the business as being something they can they can grow forever and pass down onto their children and the other person wants to grow up for 2 years and then sell it you know so you want to make sure you definitely have the same exit strategy in mind and as well as setting the expectation of who's going to do what that's also a big thing. Like totally. you want to make sure that that your the workload is getting spread as per expectations. Totally. And then how how did you guys kind of come into the acquisition? How did that get started? Um, you know, it's funny. We were looking for investors at the time. Like we had done a deck and we're doing our rounds at uh, pitching investors. And then I don't know if word got out to Grub Market, but they cold called us. Amazing. I think they found us on Facebook and then <laughs> called, called us. Yay, Facebook. Yeah, right. And, and Mike Shu, the founder um, of Grub Market, is very passionate. And he he contacted us and said, I want to have a meeting next week. Flew down. And that deal happened pretty fast, too. I mean, that all happened within like one or two months. Was it scary? No, it was very exciting. Because, again, it's like working with like-minded, passionate people is – I mean, I would just re- we really lucked out, I would say, because yeah. I don't think that's always how it goes. Right. I think that process can be extraordinarily difficult when you're not with the same goal in mind. Right. But but we did. So we we had the same direction that we wanted to take the company. And so it, it made the process very easy. Is there a particular thing that you guys were doing exceedingly well? And they're like, OK, we need to acquire that company. Yeah. So I think Grub Market was was really good at the grocery. In fact, their slogan used to be uh, organic food for the 99%. So they were they were really good at the grocery aspect, but the local produce they were still learning. And so that's something that we had. Like we know we have all the relationships. Right. We had all the um, also all the infrastructure in place. So they were a newer company, so they didn't have um, all the delivery trucks and procedures and operations and coolers and everything like that. So, so for us, it was it's really turnkey with our facilities. And one last question about the acquisition was it um, was it something that you both? I know you were saying that you wanted your exit strategies were aligned when you first became co-founders, but since you were looking to raise and weren't necessarily looking to be acquired at that particular moment in time, was that kind of something that you had to wrap your head around or was it like oh wait they're the perfect partner so yes let's move forward we had discussed either either or scenario because we had always either wanted to look for an investor or do an acquisition okay. like a merger yeah yeah yeah. so either way we knew that we needed either money or we needed a larger company to reach the goals that we wanted to reach was your was grub market on your hit list they were not interestingly you know i had a gut so we feeling really lucked out yeah with 
I had yeah. a gut feeling you were going to say that. Mm-hmm. That's it was interesting because at the time, Grub Market was a smaller company in San Francisco, and we didn't realize how well backed they were by their investors. That's cool. I my favorite part about your acquisition story is actually just talking about the founder and even just your tone of voice and talking about the founder of Grub Market and how aligned you both are as a culture fit, and how important I know from reading and reviewing the press on Farmbox and then hearing how you communicate about Grub Market, I think, I mean, that's even something a lot of people ask me, like, how do I raise money? And it's just like, well, first of all, it's not just about money. It's about like an investor or an acquirer is a partner. And it's like you're getting married. So are they the right strategic partner first? And the money is second. Right. Yeah. Right. You have to have the same the same goals and the same passion. Like the why yeah. to us really mattered because we had had other opportunities, other investors come up that we actually said no to. Yeah. Because we didn't think that we were going to be aligned in like why we were doing it. Totally. And if you had one ask of the community, anything, what would it be? Something that would benefit um, Farmbox or Grub Market in accelerating your growth? We vote with our dollars. Like I very very firmly believe in that. So uh, like when you go to buy your groceries, you know, think about where, like what you're voting for with that. And if you can shop local. 100%. How can people connect with you? They can, well, they can find us at either grubmarket.com or socal.grubmarket.com. And then how can they? Me do, personally, are you on Twitter or Instagram? <laughs> um, or? I'm uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Sure, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. And can you spell out your name for everybody? Oh, absolutely. So it's Chaco. It's C H A K O, and then my last name is Fairbanks. But please, I mean, I encourage not just people if, who, if they want to connect with me about food, but I love speaking to um, fellow female entrepreneurs or, or those who are looking to. Like even recently, I went and spoke with um, young women at a university who just were interested in being entrepreneurs. So if you're if you're a young a woman who, who's thinking about doing it and maybe you're a little nervous. Uh, please feel free to reach out. That's so cool. That's so cool. And definitely take her up on that. Like she, it's just so great. What attracted me in the beginning, I was telling her before, right when she got here was I was reading about her and her co-founders bio on the site. And I was like, Oh, this looks like a company that really cares and really wants to create a quality product. And that stayed true and true. So definitely take the opportunity. You guys, you know how much I care about you. And I'm so excited to expose you to amazing founders, engineers, investors, incredible, incredible people in this LA Tech community. You can find all the events going on in LA Tech on an iPhone mobile app at wearelatech.com slash app. That's wearelatech.com slash app. That's every single community organizer's events, not just We Are LA Tech. And then if you want to jump in and connect with people like in our We Are LA Tech private chat filled with like such incredible people helping people with programming questions or finding a co-founder or your even your roommate, it's wild how people use the We Are LA Tech private chat, go to wearelatech.com slash VIP. That's wearelatech.com slash VIP. I will hear you guys, talk to you guys, see you guys in the next episode. Thank you, Chaco, for being with us. Thank you, Sri. Huge shout out and thank you to Betalist. Betalist is amazing. I've used Betalist for my past startups. Betalist gains you early traction to your startup while it's still in beta. Go to betalist.com slash tech. That's betalist.com slash tech. Thank you for powering the We Are LA Tech podcast. To get text alerts when new episodes come out, text 310-872-2423. 
That's 310-872-2423. We Are LA Tech, hosted by Esprit Devora, has been a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.